0: Hello, my name is Chrissy Champagne and you are listening to Residue, a true crime podcast dedicated to keeping you paranoid. Today we're going to be discussing the mysterious murder of Chilino Sanchez. Chilino was a self-made music mogul, rumored drug cartel hitman, acclaimed singer-songwriter, and father of two. Chilino Sanchez was an initial pioneer in Mexican music. And on May 15, 1992, during a show where Celino was performing, he was handed a note, referred to as the Death Note. The corrido is a famous narrative metrical tale and poetry that forms a ballad. The songs are often about oppression, history, and daily life for criminals. Corridos were widely popular during the Mexican Revolution and in the Southwestern American frontier as it was also a part of the development of Tejano and New Mexico music which later influenced western music. The corrido derives mainly from the romance and in its most known form consists of a salutation from the singer, a prologue to the story, the story itself and a moral and farewell from the singer. Another form, or genre, of a corrido is called a narco-corrido. This type of music is heard and produced on both sides of the Mexico-US border, and it uses a danceable polka-waltz rhythmic bass. The word narco comes from narcotics, and many music critics have also compared narco-corrido lyrics and the style to gangster rap and mafioso rap. Chilino Sanchez was widely considered one of the most influential narco-corrido singers of the late 20th century. Chilino Sanchez was born on a small ranch in Sinaloa. His birth name was actually Rosalino, but he thought that was a little too feminine, so he changed it to Chilino or was given the nickname Chilino. He was the youngest of seven children. His parents were Santos Sanchez and Signorina Felix. Chelino grew up poor, lived a difficult life, but his sister described him as a curious child who always dreamed about becoming a singer. He grew up with very few opportunities, was surrounded by violence, and when he was six years old, his father passed away. That is when his older brother, Lucas Sanchez, took care of the siblings. Now, there are many legends or theories that surround Chilino Sanchez, not only his death, but also his life. So it's really difficult to verify what was truth and what was legend. I mean, that kind of makes him like a true rock star, <laughs> if you want to say. Um, there, there is, I just have to say, I, I apologize if I pronounce anything wrong or if I'm mispronouncing anything. Um, the one word I did come across was Chisma is the closest translation to gossip in spanish and it is universal in hispanic countries and it's basically like a gossipy story which there are many surrounding Chileno. One of the many theories as to why Chilino Sanchez was targeted and murdered was because of a revenge killing. And when Chilino was only a child, he had a family member, his sister, who was disgraced by local bullies. So four years after his family member has been attacked by these gang members, Chilino shows up at a party celebrating the Mexican Revolution chileno sees the man who has hurt his family member and he shoots him in revenge killing him and this man had two of his brothers with him so the brothers start a shootout with chileno and chileno escapes he escapes he flees the party and in turn he's going to have to now flee mexico so he crosses the border and he becomes an undocumented immigrant worker in the fields of california He actually started in Oregon and he moved to California when he moved in with his aunt who lived in Inglewood. There he washed cars, um, sold cars, (laughs) uh, washed dishes, and according to his friends, he did deal a small amount of marijuana and cocaine. He also helped his brother Armando run an immigrant smuggling operation. His brother Armando was shot in 1984 and... When he was found dead in a Tijuana hotel room, Chilino wrote a song about his brother, which he named after him. The song was titled Armando Sanchez. In the city of Tijuana, gentlemen, this happened. A man of courage died, a coward killed him. Without giving him time to do a thing, he was shot seven times. Those are the lyrics from the song Armando Sanchez. It's difficult to find information on Chilino's stay in the Tijuana Penitentiary, but it's because it was common for people to enter with a false name. But it is said that Chilino did start to sing the corridos while he was in prison. 1984 was tragic for Chilino in losing his brother, but he also married his wife, Maricela Vallejos, and they went on to have two children that would be Adnan Sanchez and Cynthia Sanchez. At the end of the 1980s, Chilino was introduced to producer Angel Para. Now, Angel Para owned a recording studio in Los Angeles called San Angel Studios, and that is where Chilino would record his first cassette tape, and that cassette tape would be called El Corrito del Sapo, which translates to The Frog's Ballad. Chilino's popularity was built on word of mouth and sale of his cassettes in places such as street markets or flea markets. His public following was uh, boosted because of his themes in all of his songs. They were mainly about violence and drugs and cartels. And Chilino, he did write about violence, but he he also wrote about love. Promoters start quickly booking Chilino at their clubs and... Everyone loved that he sang his songs in his cadence and his Sinaloan slang, and this is something that no big singer at the time had ever tried to do. In 1992, January 25th, Chelino was performing at the Plaza Los Arcos. It was a restaurant and a nightclub in the desert city of Coachella. This event was at maximum capacity. That's about 400 people were in attendance. And during his performance, Chilino began taking song requests from the audience. So this is shortly before midnight. A man named Eduardo Gallegos, he was a local unemployed mechanic. He was under the influence of heroin and alcohol. He requested El Gallo de Sinaloa. And immediately afterwards... Gallegos he jumps on the stage and he points a 25 caliber pistol at Chilino and of course in retaliation Chilino pulls out his 10 millimeter pistol from his waistband he always had a gun on him and a gun battle began during the middle of this sold out full capacity show. Eduardo Gallegos, his first four shots hit Chilino twice in the chest, under his armpit, and that that one struck his lung, and then one bullet hit the accordionist Ignacio Nacho Hernandez in the thigh. So Chilino missed Gallegos and accidentally struck a 20-year-old in the crowd named Claudio Rene Carranza, hit the fan in the right leg, and that hit a main artery. That fan was later pronounced dead dead. Sanchez and Gallegos are now open fire shooting at each other while a brief chase in the crowd ensues. Nine to 15 shots were fired and around seven more people were hit in the exchange as well. Eduardo Gallegos is wrestled to the floor by a fan standing by and he was eventually shot in the face with his own pistol. Both Eduardo Gallegos and Chilino Sanchez are now taken to a hospital and Chilino ends up being in the hospital for 11 days. He was released with no charges and then Eduardo Gallegos, he did end up surviving his wounds, but he was convicted of attempted murder and he was sentenced to 20 years in prison. This incident ended up making the ABC World News Tonight as both a... Spanish and an English reported episode. Soon after the Coachella incident, Chilino realized that any show he played could be very dangerous. It could be his last show, and he had gotten his affairs in order for the worst case scenario, his death. His wife, Maricela, said, The atmosphere in the bars and cantinas is dangerous, and he knew it. He did what anyone does when you realize that you can die at any time. He put his life in order. He sold the rights to his music to a record label, and he used that money for a down payment on a house for his wife and kids. He still needed a little more money, so he reluctantly accepted a gig in Culacan, Mexico, one of the most dangerous places in mexico due to the cartel's influence friends and family pleaded with chilino to not go back to mexico to not go play this show he knew that the death threats were something to be taking seriously but he needed that money for the down payment on his house he just he needed to hold up his end of the deal in his mind just four short months after the coachella incident Chilino returns to Mexico to play a show, and as he's standing on stage, fans are just excited, they're swaying back and forth, they're really getting into the music. One fan pushes their way to the front of the stage and handed Chilino a note. It was widely believed that the note was not a song request, but a death threat of some kind. This note would go on to be known as the Death Note. There is video online of Chilino reading the note. He looks incredibly nervous. He looks around for a little bit. He wipes his forehead from sweat and he just keeps singing as if nothing happened, as if he's not scared. Once he started performing, the worry just left his face. The show ends and Chilino would leave with his two brothers, a cousin and several young women. Shortly after leaving the venue, the group was pulled over by a group of armed men in a black Chevy Suburban. These men showed state police ID cards, and they told Chilino that their commander wanted to see him. Demanding Chilino's exit from his car and insisting on his presence before their commander, he consented but requested his cousin's accompaniment as a witness. The police said no. No. The men seized Chilino forcefully and forcibly removed him. Chilino agreed and got into one of their cars while the others stayed behind. The following day, at six in the morning, two farmers found Chilino Sanchez's body by an irrigation canal near Highway 15. He was blindfolded and his wrists were red and had rope marks. He had been shot in the back of the head twice. Twice. Chilino Sanchez's music gave voice to the struggles and social unrest that many communities faced during this period. Though he was criticized for glamorizing the narco lifestyle, his fans saw Chilino as an authentic storyteller of modern Mexico. Chilino Sanchez's sincerity connected him to fans worldwide. His do-it-yourself approach demonstrated that Mexican immigrants could find success independently of the mainstream pop industry. No one has ever been charged with the murder of Chilino Sanchez. And to this day, no one knows exactly what the Death Note said. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Residue. We hope you join us again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on any of your preferred listening platforms. It really helps us to find other listeners like you that might enjoy the show. I didn't forget. Stay paranoid.